0: A lot of things we uh, that have happened within our family units is that we've started to just push things under the carpet and pretend whatever we've experienced didn't happen. There's a lot of that that happens within a lot of families, and we don't um face what's actually happened to our within our families a lot of the time because it can feel difficult to do that we feel guilty we feel that we're breaking loyalty by looking at things that we've experienced um, and that our parents have experienced and their parents have experienced for example and that means that having these conversations can bring up stuff for people and it can be triggering and it can mean that conversations that have not been able to be had can be had and you can then start seeing the patterns for yourself like you've experienced this because of that i've experienced this because you experienced that and now i'm the one who's got this pattern still showing up in my life do i leave it or do i choose to do differently welcome to the world flower diary show where we have meaningful conversations and contemplations to bring you back to life i'm beth schneider your host and guide To help you along your healing journey and to really start living life fully we have forgotten that we are the builders creators weavers lovers visionaries and dreamers through these discussions learn and implement practices to remember and reconnect to all of who you are your body intuition power heart voice mind and magic are ready to be reclaimed so that you can make ripple effects of change that you know deep down you are made for. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hi everyone. Um really excited to be live again (laughs) to be (laughs) which is quite strange because um, yeah usually I would not say that so yeah today um, we're doing episode three of the Wildflower Dye show and I wanted to speak a bit more about what um, we spoke about last week with Jen and so you would have seen that there was episode two was an interview with Jen Murphy from Celtic School of Embodiment And it was about reclaiming your mythical ancestry so that is um, she um, works with people with um, using celtic mythology and i've worked with her in the past and um, so i wanted to kind of come on here today to talk about reclaiming the stories of your ancestors why that's something i recommend people looking at doing for themselves and a little bit more about my journey with that. Um, And also the hangups, the things that can kind of um, come up when you do start looking into this kind of, um, looking into your lineage, looking into your ancestry. So yeah, um, before I start, you can just take a deep breath in and out. And uh, if you are listening to this as a replay, then maybe it's a good time to pause and get yourself a cup of tea or something and just, sink in and allow yourself to receive Um, and yeah I'm going to actually be speaking a bit about how our ancestry can stop us from receiving so uh, yeah so it's going to be an interesting conversation today so why do I recommend people looking at the ancestry I'll start there first because before you even go into it we often want to know why so um, we do pick up things from our ancestral lineages through our DNA so we, we pick up cycles we pick up beliefs um, habits um, trauma and it does get passed on from one generation to the next um, and there's a lot of research that's now being um, proving that this is true um, so what why this is important is because often when we're going through big things in our life and there's something that keeps showing up and we're just like, I don't get it. Why am I still going through the same thing again and again and again? And often that is a pattern and a cycle that needs to be broken, not necessarily just within your own life, but on an ancestral level. It's something that has happened throughout time in your lineage. And it's something that you have been given the invitation to to really break that cycle and do things differently. So, how this can show up is in every area of your life. So, for example, money, and um, that can be, you know, you start, you decide to start a business, for example, or you want to go for a, um, let's say, you want to go for a raise at work or you want to go for that managerial position. And all of a sudden, you just like, it just feels stuck, you know, and often there is a cycle there around money that has been passed down. You would have seen, from your parents, and then you, it would have been from their parents that they received that. Um, and so, for example, if you were to start a business, but you've seen people in your in your family had a business and they failed, for example, um, or it didn't work out, or things went wrong, or they lost everything, and you see that cycle playing out all around you, as soon as you want to do it, it's going to show up for you. You're going to have to work through that fear Um, and be able to pass through that really so money can show up in all sorts of ways we have been from (laughs) loads of generations we've been brought up to be in a lack mentality to come from a space of there's not enough to go around so often it'll show up with money first for people and it often feels irrational you're like well why can't I just move past this (laughs) and the only way to really move past it is healing ourselves and that heals for our ancestors too um and doing things differently showing up differently um so money is a huge one where often there's something that is not just you it's something you've seen in your family and it's, you'll see it in your cousins you'll see it in your 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 um immediate family that it's playing out for a lot of people that's and it, sometimes it might just be that you noticing it and that's okay. It's just being able to see that there's these patterns that play out in our families. Um, so money is a big one. The other places that it shows up is in our relationships. So that can be, very much like how you show up in your relationships can be very much based on how you've seen your your parents show up in their relationships, but that would have been passed down from generation to generation. So for women, for example, often without us realizing, one of the biggest things that gets passed down is manipulation. And that can be hard for us to look at for them ourselves, but often that can be one of the big things that shows up from generation to generation. There's trauma there that needs to be healed. Uh, There's also... For example, and this can be triggering when I speak about this, um, so just a warning of that is like um, a lot of our ancestors lost children during, um, in the past when they were in childbirth and soon after birth, um, children didn't survive in the same way and and often then you'll see that pattern start to continue down your lineage until someone will heal and say, okay, for example, for myself, like I had that miscarriage when I've looked back into my ancestry, there's been a lot of child loss and it's almost an invitation for you to heal for everyone, not just for yourself. Um, Relationship-wise, it can show up in so many different ways. It's just how we also show up for ourselves. Um, If we've seen that you must always give, 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 and taking and getting in return is not allowed, That is often sent down from generation to generation, because our ancestors lived mainly in that space of giving, 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 and not um, really being able to receive, depending obviously where they were in the sort of social hierarchy. Um, So yeah, I think it can show up in so many different areas of our life. So That's why it is important to kind of know a bit more about where you come from, what are the stories, what happened um, in the past, and to look at it through a different eye. And I call this curiosity, looking at it like, yes, this is what the history books are saying, but history has been written through the eyes of whoever won in wars whoever had the ability to write something down. So it's also being critical when you look at these things and not being like, what else can you see here, for example? So how this all came about for me is in a very ordinary way. I started to get... Firstly, from a very young age, I was very obsessed with Braveheart. So that's the the movie Braveheart with Mark Gibson. And and I just was like super obsessed with it. But I I wasn't Scottish from a Scottish background. I had Irish ancestry that I knew of. Um, And then there was also um, like the other side of my family, which I didn't know too much about where my family came from. Having been brought up in in South Africa, so actually being cut off from where I came from, for example. So what happened is I was obsessed with Braveheart. Then my dad used to always tell us when we were younger that the Connors were the last kings of Ireland, um, and that I was an Irish princess. So that for me was like, oh, I'm an Irish princess, you know. And it was something that really connected me to my dad too. So. You know he, he we i come from a, um, a divorced family so it was for me a link to to him and um, and so those are the first little break that started when i was very young and then i've always been interested in history i've always been interested in these things so not everyone is interested in that um so everyone's journey with how they go into this is different, but what, how it really started showing up for me was when I did start to look at my own healing is then there was things that kept coming up and I was like, I don't really get this, you know, why does this keep coming up? And when I started doing the deeper ancestral healing, my life changed in a huge way. And I will like forever say that this is, it's life changing when you start doing this work because It's not something that people are just talking about that isn't real. It is very real. Like our ancestors, what they've experienced lives on through us. And we do have the choice now to do things differently and to break those cycles. And we're actually being called to do that, to step up and do that now. And the next part of my journey really came of going much deeper into where I come from and the stories of my ancestors really came when... um, from Outlander (laughs) so another red one again um so I got super obsessed with it but not in a way that like I would you know we all watch something on tv and we binge watch every now and again and and it's you know sometimes that we're doing that for the wrong reasons but sometimes you know we just need a reprieve and that's okay you know and um Anyway, but it was very much like, okay, I'm, I'm super obsessed. I have got to watch the next one. And I think it was very much with the first season. And then I slowly was like, okay, it's cool. But the first season just opened something up inside of me. And I was like, oh, let me start looking into Celtic stuff. What is this all about? Um and that's when I came across Jen, and that's when I started to do a lot of the things um, with her through the Celtic School of Embodiment, and I realized that I come from a lineage of um, healers with my mom's side too, with with the plants, and it just opened up a whole new world for me, okay, so I started to really um, get a bit obsessive about it and started this family tree which my family tree now has like 300 people on but it just kept coming by itself by following these little break really and then I also really worked intensely with this through um, one of my healers called Joy and yeah it's just been completely transformative to do this work and it started to realize that a lot of the stuff we experience is so much more than just our minds. And it's hit. it really is spiritual. And it's, it's hitting us in our heart space. Our hearts have closed because of everything that's happened. And we often struggle to look at our own pain. We really struggle to look at our own pain because we're not willing to look at the pain of the world. Like we, we struggle to look at what's happening to the person next to us because we can't look within us, you know. And it's very much like has changed the way I I look at the world by looking at this, to look at, like, what has happened in the world before us to get to this point now, and how did we get here? Uh, And when you start to see, like, everything humanity has been through and how we've gotten to where we are now, from a much more curious and critical point of looking at it, it really starts to make sense about why we struggle with so much that we are struggling with in our current lives. And we feel like we're so much more evolved than our ancestors were because we've got technology and we've got all of this, but we've really lost connection to the land, we've lost connection to the earth, we've lost connection to each other. And it's we really are being called back to reclaiming what do our ancestors go through, what have they, what needs healing so that we can reclaim our connection to each other and to the land and to the earth and and that can sound woo woo to some people but it really isn't I think anyone can go walk in nature and just feel that there's so much more that we're not allowing ourselves to to be connected to and we're feeling lonely we're feeling lost we're feeling like what what is the point and and it is because we've lost that connection to something much bigger than what we're allowing ourselves to see we're just following that sort of timeline of getting the job, the car, the kids, what have you. Um, And I really have found that reclaiming these stories and understanding where my family came from, how they actually end up in South Africa, for example, where I live, why did they come here? Why have I done a lot of the things I've done? So just a couple of stories from that, what I experienced um, was when I started to put together this family tree, it like like I say, these a lot of the stories came from nowhere. And I realized that one of my um granddads had actually been um my one of my great grandparents was born in in um, India and her father was part of the army there. And when I look at what I've done in my life, that has been completely different. I had a very big tie to India with my previous job and and still have like a, a very big tie to. To the people that um, I worked with um, and it just made me see that it's none of it is just happening randomly <laughs> you know none of it everything I do differently is healing for what has happened in the past um, and so that is one of the things that, uh, that stood out to me and then obviously starting to see that I actually have a whole lineage that I didn't even know about because my granddad, um, he was born out of wedlock and his father's unknown. So on that side, for example, I didn't, um, i have known that he has some roots to say Germany and Spain, but I had no idea what. Where the, I can't trace that lineage because there is no way of tracing it. But I keep being drawn to Galicia, for example. So that's a breadcrumb. So I allow myself to follow that. So I think for a lot of people, it's like they don't know where to start. It's like, and it's also very difficult to trace these things. And often it means having conversations within my family about these things. And that's why it's also very potent because we then have to open up and ask what did your parents experience (laughs) what have their parents experienced and and that can bring up a lot of words for people because a lot of things we uh, that have happened within our family units is that we've started to just push things under the carpet and pretend whatever we've experienced didn't happen there's a lot of that that happens within a lot of families and we don't um face what's actually happened to our within our families a lot of the time because it can feel difficult to do that we feel guilty we feel that we're breaking loyalty by looking at things that we've experienced um and that our parents have experienced and their parents have experienced for example and that means that having these conversations can bring up stuff for people and it can be triggering and it can mean that conversations that have not been able to be had can be had and you can then start seeing the patterns for yourself like you've experienced this because of that I've experienced this because you experienced that and now I'm the one who's got this pattern still showing up in my life do I leave it or do I choose to do differently and that's the invitation that this sort of reclaiming the stories of your ancestors really gives you um and um, so the other thing with, with it is like, you know, just allow yourself to follow whatever comes up for you. It doesn't have to mean now that you need to go get a 300 people family tree like happened for me, because that was just my journey. But it is just being like, what? where did my grandparents come from? Like, what did they do? Like, um, where did their parents come from? What did they do? You will start to see, a lot of things coming through for you. And the more that we heal this, underneath all of that is the gifts that our ancestors are giving us. Um, and that is also the same thing. A lot of the things that we are very gifted at have been passed down to us through our DNA. And they are something that has been in our lineages for a long time, but often they weren't allowed to be done because of the way... Certain things have been made evil or wrong. I mean, even the word ancestors has been completely vilified. um, And a lot of people's indigenous traditions have been completely wiped out. So this is very difficult, traumatic work to work through. And it has to be done with with compassion and with treading lightly and not going in all guns blazing, asking our family, what's happened? (laughs) What have you been through? But having subtle conversations and being willing to have those conversations. And sometimes that's not even available to us if we've got fractured relationships with our parents So because that is is a reality for a lot of people. And in that case, it's like, okay, well, that is a pattern in itself more than likely because if your relationship's fractured with one of your parents, there is a 100% likelihood that it's coming from the fact that they've also had fractured relationships and don't know how to show up in a certain way. And it doesn't make any of this right. It doesn't mean that the words that we have are any less valid. Um, It just means that it allows us to see the bigger picture of why we are where we're at and what's showing up in our own personal lives and use that information to kind of heal and And by doing that, it might not show any difference in your family right now, but longer term, it does. It does start to trickle down because it does start to heal our family around us. And anyone who's done in work will tell you that it does start to show up in our families because they also get healing from us doing this. They also are the ones that get to experience um, healing, and that that can catch up in a year's time or might not ever catch up at all, but we still continue to do this work because it changes our lives and it is changing things for our children and I think that's the other biggest part of the work is then how do we show up in for, our, for the next generations and that's something I think because we've been caught up in a really hectic systems where everything is about having to survive you know often we don't have the capacity to even think about some of these things and we just show up in the same patterns that have been passed on from generation to generation and then we pass that on with our children we just do exactly the same thing because we turned out okay but have we turned out okay when we're just trying to survive and we're not thriving we're not really living we're existing have we really turned out okay like is that okay or is that just something we've normalized as being okay and these are hard questions to hear and hard things to answer because it does mean we have to critically look at things that have happened within our families and that's hard you know and but we're doing it not just for ourselves we do it for those generations but we're doing it for the generations to come because do we want an earth to be there for them do we want our children to experience what we've experienced or do we want them to have an opportunity to live in a completely different way to to how we've lived and i know most even if you're not a parent it's like you still showing up in children's lives in one way or another through the circles of friends that you have or and um, your family having kids or however that happens most people have access to other generations and even the work that you do in the world the impact you have people the generations to come are going to have that to access to to look at and it's for them to then be able to do things differently and us to evolve and move forward as humanity so yeah I think the biggest thing for 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 me is to just say be curious about this kind of work and be curious to look at the patterns that you keep seeing showing up in your life be curious to to healing yourself and knowing that that doesn't mean you're being disloyal it doesn't mean that you are saying that whatever your parents did was not enough it's not that it's just that we've got to admit that there's wounds that we are all carrying that are stopping us from actually living and being curious about what more is possible if we were to heal if we were to let these things go, if we were to reclaim whatever has been lost throughout the millennia, because we have been forced to live like robots, to be disconnected from each other, being disconnected from the land, being disconnected from if whatever you want to call God, source, um, whatever your spiritual beliefs are, being disconnected from that. Um, because you can't find that connection without finding it through yourself and it's very difficult to find any connection to anything if you've not looked within um so yeah I think I'm going to leave it there today but if you are interested in looking at the stories of your ancestors and you want to know more about how I did that feel free to just reach out I'm happy to do more on that and explain exactly how I did it um there was definitely a lot of amazing stories that I found along the way and a lot of gifts that I've Found I have that I've been able to reclaim. And that for me is just been absolutely life-changing. And being able to see things in a way that is much more compassionate for myself as a human, like we're all like human. Like even if you do this work, it's not to become superhuman and be above everyone else and be better than anyone else. And it's doing it so that we can be free, you know, and that starts with firstly starting to free ourselves and then seeing how do we help other people become free and and that's been the that work has done that for me it's really helped me to start being able to look at my own pain and other people's pain without turning my eyes away without trying to avoid it because the more that you're able to see the pain that we've been through up until this point and then your own and then others we, we can then change we can then move forward so yeah, um, I thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy this um, and that you get something out of it. And if you're curious, feel free to reach out. Have a great day. Bye.